Hi, and welcome to Bliss This House, Home Organizing with Maria Grove. I'm Maria, your host. I'm a professional home organizer with years of experience tackling clutter and helping build sustainable organizing solutions in my clients' homes. This podcast will teach you how to have fun with organizing, build good habits in your home, and a little bit of design. So let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Maria. Today, I want to talk about crushing your New Year's resolutions. Now is about the time where you've set some New Year's resolutions, some intentions for yourself, and you're falling a little off the wagon. You don't know what to do. You started going to the gym in January, and now you don't go anymore. Uh, So I'm trying to help you get back on your new year's resolutions really see why you set them in the first place and set some good goals and habits for yourself so this episode is entitled crushing your new year's resolutions so let's start with the basics Uh, i've said this before i'm going to talk a lot about goals and habit setting uh, different things Um, so i'm going to be talking about cleaning schedules and organizing and decluttering and mindset. Um, but you know, I'm, I obviously I'm going to be talking about organizing. So my five steps for organizing are of course, and you've heard this before, plan, categorize, declutter, organize, and elevate. And I think that has a lot to do with, um, habit setting goal organizing as well. Uh, you have to plan, you have to categorize, you have to declutter some of the goals out of your your space, and you have to organize your goals, and then maybe make them beautiful, like, you know, make a little piece of paper that you put on your your mirror that gives you motivation every day. So these steps are not just about organizing, they really are about goal setting as well. So I hope you can see that. So how to start new habits. You have to identify where you're doing well and where you need improvement. And I've identified six areas where you can look at yourself and what's going on in your life and you can come up with some new habits in those areas. And those areas are family, home, work or school, self-care, mental health, and cleaning. And of course, there are tons of other things that you can come up with, other ideas, but these were just my main six ideas. And um, so I want you to take a look at each one individually, family, home, work, school, self-care, mental health, and cleaning, and ask yourself, what am I doing well and where do I need improvement? So like I would say, in terms of family, what I'm doing well is every night we sit down to dinner. Where I need improvement is I could really actually stand to meal plan a little bit better and maybe even meal prep. Uh, I think you've heard me say this before, but I don't really love to meal prep. Uh, I, I, it's, it's, not a, it's not a thing I like to do. I, I'm okay at meal planning, but meal prepping is not my thing. And I know that it would make it 100% easier if I would actually just meal prep, especially now that I'm vegetarian and my family is not. And so I'm making a bunch of different meals for everybody. And so if I could just meal prep, especially my things, I feel like it would be easier. So that's where I need improvement. And that's a goal that I'm going to set for myself. So again, um, you can come up with the different areas in your life. 
that you need to identify where you're doing well and where you need improvement. And, and that's a tip from me to you. Identify where you're doing well. Don't just look at this new year, new you kind of idea and say, oh, I just, oh, I'm the worst. I need to start doing all these new wonderful things for myself. Really identify what you're doing well, because I bet you're doing a lot of great things for yourself. And I bet a lot of things are working in your life. If they weren't, you'd be a hot mess. So uh, I think that, you know, if you really take the time, you'd see that there's a lot of great things working in your life. And if you sit down and you identify some areas in your life, family, home, work, school, self-care, mental health, maybe cleaning, maybe organizing, you know, where you need improvement, by identifying what you're already doing well, it'll be easier to identify where you need improvement. So you need to then organize your goals. Once you've set up your new habit and what you think you need to do, in my case, maybe meal prepping, you need to organize your goals. And so you have to think about it as a stop doing, do less of, keep doing, do more of, or start doing. So is this a stop doing goal? Like, do I have to stop eating so many chips? Do I have to eat less chips? Can I keep eating chips? Do I need to do more eating chips? You know, so, or do I need to start meal planning my snacks so that I'm not eating so many chips? Does that make sense? Um, so or the best tip that I have for organizing your goals is identifying what you should stop doing and start doing. But you should also do a time audit uh, this is something that a guest of mine who will be coming on the show um, in March uh, will be talking about. Um, she was talking about a time audit. And a time audit helps you reach your goals and targets. It helps boost productivity and it helps you redistribute your time effectively. And what a time audit is, is you review your calendar or your planner and you set up categories so this is me commuting, this is me scrolling on social media, this is me cooking, this is me cleaning, and you track your time. And then you really get a good sense of how much time you spend doing all those things. And then you really get a sense of, well, I'm in the car an hour a day between all my commuting, bringing the kids back and forth to school, running to Whole Foods, going back and forth to my job, you know, I'm in the car an hour a day. What can I be doing in the car for one of my good habits for maybe say self-care? Uh, could I be learning a new language? Could I be reading a self-care book uh, via an Audible app? Um, you know, that kind of thing. Could I be listening to relaxing music? You know, how do you hack those time crunches that you have? And if you identify that you have are scrolling on social media, maybe two hours a day, how can you cut that back to maybe one and do something else with your time? So a time audit is actually very helpful and it helps you be more efficient. So you need to identify your goals. And I, you know, when I talk about goals, everybody's like, oh, I don't know what my goals are. <laughs> so I have eight steps for uh, identifying your goals and I hope they're helpful. The first is choose a specific goal. The second is limit your resolutions. 
And this one's important. Limit your resolutions. Don't just say at the beginning of the year or in February, you know, after you've done some resolutions and they've fallen by the wayside, like I'm going to be an entirely new person. Pick one or two new things to really start a habit of. This year, I, I will be honest with you, and I will say that one of my resolutions is to read more. And so I take an hour a day after work and I sit on my couch and I put on some relaxing spa music and I read and I don't do it every day, but it's becoming a habit and it's a wonderful idea. And I, I, I enable myself to do that by leaving my book downstairs where I know I'm going to read it. Now, a lot of people read before they go to bed, but I'm so tired by the time I go to bed, I never reach for my book. So I'm reaching for it more at about 5.30, 6 o'clock at night before I'm cooking dinner. So I can sit for an hour or a half an hour and read a chapter of a book, and I'm starting that new habit. And it's going really well, but it's because I've limited my resolutions. It's not go to the gym three times a week, read a new book, refund, redo my finances, you know, spend more time walking my dog. You know, I don't have all these things that I want to do. I really honed in on one thing. So number three is put time into planning. What I was saying earlier was plan, you know, plan your, plan your attack. Number four is start with small steps. You're never going to, if, if you're, if your goal is to get more healthy, don't start with a 10K marathon. Um, and I know a 10K and a marathon aren't the same thing. <laughs> you know, but, but if your goal is to get healthy, start by walking a little bit every day. Um, start with small steps. Start with going to the gym once a week, twice a week. Get into the habit. Start moving your body. Um, don't just say, I'm going to get a Peloton and you know be on it five days a week. That's a recipe for disaster. You're going to get burned out and you're going to be tired. And then after a month, you're not going to be doing this new habit anymore. Number five is avoid repeating past failures. And that's a good time to take a look at that time audit and say, wow, you know, last year in January, I said, new year, new me, I'm going to get a Peloton and, you know, be healthy and everything. And that lasted all of one month. How can I do better this year? How can I avoid a past failure? Number six is remember that change is a process. And so it's not going to happen overnight. You are going to need to take a couple of months and make slow adjustments to your habits and to your goals to reach your goals. Number seven is to get support. You maybe get a workout buddy. Maybe you get a reading accountability buddy. Uh, you know, I just love um, reaching out to my friend and telling her that I read a chapter and I have a little accountability buddy. Um, and then renew your motivation. I have a great planner uh, and every month I write down my goal again. And so I went forward and I put my goal every month to May that I was going to be reading a book. And so I'm renewing my motivation every month so that it's not just January and February that I'm doing my New Year's resolutions. It's March, April, May, June. I'm still really doing my motivation and my goals. And another thought is to write out a detailed plan. 
you know, it's like I said earlier, it's it's nothing without a plan. You have to really come up with this. So if your goal is to be more healthy, think about, you know, do you need a nutritionist or can you start with a smoothie in the morning? And if you want to start with a smoothie, then you need to go to the grocery store and get those ingredients. So you need to come up with a plan. You have you it's not just going to magically happen. And you might also start a resolutions journal. Uh, if you're a writer or you're someone who likes that kind of accountability, uh, you can start a journal and write down your resolutions and say, uh, today I, res I, I wanna resolve to go to the gym. Today I actually went to the gym, this is what I did. And you might also try a habit tracker. There's lots of free habit trackers online. And basically they have a section for putting the habit and then they have um, a, a detailed uh, like a calendar like one through 30 and then you just check it off and then you can see in real time how often you're actually doing your habit and then you can kind of gamify it and say wow i really want to um make it so it's like three times a, a week or four times a week that I'm reading or going to the gym or eating that smoothie or, or whatever. And you can see it. A habit tracker is a, is a wonderful idea. So good habits are a little difficult to start, of course. You know, if good habits were easy, everyone would start them all the time. Uh, I have a system for starting a good habit, and it's called a weekly approach. And basically what you do is you take a month and you take four good habits that you want to start and you start adding them once a week and you start stacking them. So the goal here is to keep stacking the habits. The idea is, so the first week, let's say you want to do the dishes. So you do the dishes every day that first week and that's it. That's all you do. You get in the rhythm of doing the dishes every day that week. Don't add anything new, just do the dishes. The second week, you continue doing the dishes, but you add wiping down the surfaces after dinner. So now you're doing two things every day. So then the third week, you add maybe clean the floors. So now you've done three weeks of dishes and two weeks of wiping the surfaces and one week of cleaning the floors. And the fourth week you add maybe meal planning or meal prepping. So by the end of the month, you've done a month of dishes. You've done three weeks of wiping the surfaces. You've done two weeks of cleaning the floors and you've done one week of meal prepping. So you're really in the habit of doing all those things because you've stacked those good habits. So that's my suggestion is you take a month and you start stacking. So let's start brainstorming about what you might want to do, especially when it comes to um, organizing. I do have do push-ups on this list. <laughs> I, I don't do push-ups. <laughs> um, but when it comes to organizing um, and cleaning your house, you know, um, brainstorming for what goal you might want to set. So you might want to do some projects around your house and doing a resolution journal like I talked about earlier is a great way to start planning for those projects. You might want to organize your closets. Now you shouldn't say to yourself, I'm going to organize my closets. What you should do is break it down and say, I want to organize my closet. I want to organize my kid's closet. 
I want to organize the guest room closet. Go room by room and really break out which closets you're going to organize. Don't just say the amalgam of the closets because that doesn't really help anybody. You just say, oh, I'm going to clean the closets today. Well, how many closets? How are you going to do that? How long is it going to take? You have to break down those steps. Um, another thing that you might want to do this year is start journaling. There's lots of great little journals out there. Um, a, a resolution journal is a great way to get started. It, it you know, it serves two purposes. Uh, you, you track your resolutions and you get a little journaling. Drink more water. I uh, heard once that you're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces of water a day. So um, that is a lot of water. <laughs> um, so I strive to do that. I was really good about doing that during COVID. Uh, I think I have fallen out of the habit of that. Um, but one thing that I do to trick myself into drinking more water is I make myself a pitcher of lemon water and um, I really like drinking the lemon water. So I enjoy drinking the water and I get my hydration. Um, another thing to do, a habit, is uh, do the dishes every night, which is really important. We were talking about that earlier, about how to start that uh, one week, and then you do it the two weeks, and then the three weeks. Doing the dishes every night is a really great hack for keeping your home clean and organized and maintaining the organization in your home. Maybe you want to start a cleaning routine, and I'm actually going to talk about that in a few minutes. Um, maybe you want to start a five-minute tidy every day. So you want to set your Alexa timer uh, so that right after dinner or right before dinner, you do a five minute tidy and you maintain your house. You get it back to zero after a day of just living in it. Uh, and then finally, like I said, I had to do push-ups on here, which was a brainstorming idea. Uh, I don't do push-ups. Um, those are gross. <laughs> so I love different things about uh, intentions for the year. You know, there's there's a lot of ideas around resolutions, but sometimes you can set an intention for the year. And sometimes that word, it can be a word. Um, you don't have to go as far as setting a whole resolution. You can set a word. And so some words that I came up with are joy, zen, fearless, balance, beginning, cleanse, my favorite, bliss. <laughs> um, you know, so you can you can pick a word for the year and let that be your intention and let that guide some of your new habits. Uh, I actually, to be honest with you, I'm still looking for my word. Last year, my word was glow. Uh, I um, really liked that word. I'm still looking for my word this year. So if you have suggestions, please put it in the show notes or, or send me an email. I would love to, to hear from you. The other thing that I really like um, is I read uh, that someone was doing this. I think it was Brene Brown. Um, she does something called 24 things in 2004. She started it last year and it was 23 things in 2003. And this year it's 24 things in 2004. And basically it's a list. It's not resolutions. It's just kind of like a list of things to do and things to challenge yourself to do in the year. 
and it's 24 things in 2024. And so I made myself a list and I actually posted this on social media and it got a huge response. Um, maybe it was just because of the things that I put on it, or maybe it was because of the intention that was put out there. But, um, you know, it was like, get a massage once a month. That's an intention of mine. I don't know if I'll get a massage once a month, but that's a goal of mine. Um, I want to clean out my office. I want to go vegetarian. I want to work out twice a week. I want to ride on a Zamboni, which I actually just did because my husband got me that for Christmas. And I actually just rode on a Zamboni at a hockey game, which was awesome. Um, so yeah, it, it, you know, I put 24 things that I wanted to do this year on in my planner and it's really great. So I would recommend that you do the same thing. You know, it doesn't have to be resolutions. It can just be ideas. Uh, one of my things is to go hiking with my cousins. Another thing is to throw a really great birthday party for myself this June. So, uh, you know, see what your what your 24 things are in, in 2004. It, or 2024. Wow, I just aged just 20 years. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to do serious goals and resolutions. You can do a word of intention. You can do a list of intentions. You don't have to go as far as a New Year's resolution if that is scary to you, if that hasn't worked in the past. You can try something new. So what I was talking about earlier was establishing a new cleaning routine. And this is just something brief I want to talk about. Um, it's definitely something that you can uh, try different ways to do. And one of the ways you is zones and one of the ways is tasks. And if you clean in zones, that means you clean um, all of the bathrooms at the same time. Um, all of the, um, the bedrooms, um, you do the, the kitchen all at once. If you clean by tasks, you're doing all of the surfaces, you're doing all of the dusting, you're doing all of the floors. Um, you have one product in your hand and you're going around and using like the Windex on everything and then putting it away, you know, that kind of thing. So you have to decide if you're a zone or you're a task cleaner. And then you also have to decide if you're going to be a little bit every day or a big cleaner once a week. Um, so I'll be honest with you and I'll say that I'm a little bit of everything. Uh, I do a little cleaning every day, but I also do a big clean once a week um, to get my, my house back in order. So yeah, so it's, it's finding if establishing a cleaning routine is something that you are searching for this year, uh, you can find some different ways of doing that. Some zones versus task cleaning uh, are some really great ways to do that. And so I will just finally leave you with the idea that organizing is a journey. Uh, it's never going to be done. Remember we were talking about the closets. <laughs> you, we, we use our clothes. And so the minute that we organize and declutter our closet and we get it to perfect, and then a few minutes later, we put something on our bodies, it's going to be changed again. It's Our homes are living and breathing things because we use everything in our house, hopefully. And so 
organizing is a journey. Decluttering is a journey. You might have one of your resolutions is to declutter your house this year. And that's a, that's a lofty goal. So you might consider actually decluttering a little bit every day. And there are ways to do that. You know, you can do what Peter Walsh, who's a professional organizer, a famous professional organizer, he calls garbage bag therapy, where you wander around the house with a garbage bag and you just throw away um, junk and trash and that kind of thing. Um, you can do all sorts of challenges where you can get like 21 items out of your house every day. You can do a minimalist challenge where you do one item one day, two items the next day, up to 30 items on the 30th day. Um, you know, there's lots of challenges to, to do that. Uh, I say take 15 minutes a day and tackle a small item in your home, a small area in your home. Make it manageable. Don't overwhelm yourself. Decluttering is going to be something that you're going to do for the rest of your life. If you declutter your entire home this year, congratulations. I think that's amazing. I'm so proud of you. But remember that you live a life and you're going to bring things back into your home. And so you have to be constantly decluttering for the rest of your life. You're going to have to remember to say, maybe one in, one out. Maybe uh, do another big declutter in a couple of years after things have come back in. It's just the way that it is. You can be mindful about your spending and you can be mindful about what you bring into your home, but things are going to come in. And so you're just going to have to be careful about keeping limits on your house. Uh, so organizing is a journey. It's not a one and done thing. Um, so, you know, keep those expectations on you as you go through that journey uh, this year, if that's your goal. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you got some ideas for crushing your New Year's resolutions this year. I know that it's a little bit later in the year for thinking about New Year's resolutions, but I thought it was going to be helpful because, like I said at the beginning, you know, a lot of us start out with the best of intentions. You know, maybe we were looking for our word. I came up with my 24 in 2024 list. Uh, I started going to the gym. Everything was great. And then, you know, after a couple of weeks, I'm like, I don't really want to go to the gym anymore. This is stupid. I'm not reading as much as I thought I was going to. You know, now is the time to really revisit the goals and the habits and the intentions and keep going for the new year. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a new year, new you. You're great. I don't need a new you. You're wonderful. Uh, I just want you to be the better version of yourself. I want you to have a cleaner house and a more organized house and a little bit better self-care and maybe read a book and maybe do a push-up once in a while <laughs> and drink some water. So that's it for me. Thanks so much for listening today and namaste. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And uh, like I said, if you have a word for me, uh, for my intention for the year, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a message. Uh, I'm still looking, so I would love to hear what you have suggestions. All right, thanks so much. Namaste, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, join my free and private Facebook group. In it, I offer exclusive content and unique ways to work with me. It's like having access to your own personal professional organizer. The link is in the show notes to so join today. See you on Facebook.